Nebraska News Service. Kristen Gilger and Paula Bovin are both professors at Arizona State University, and they are both leaders at the top of their respected media field. If you look in newsrooms and media occupations around the country, there is a problem that keeps occurring. A lack of women in media, specifically those women in leadership roles in this industry. And if you look at the numbers, it's, it's actually concerning. So women in the early years, like you get out of college, you go into, a, into, the, into journalism, right? It's about equal numbers of men and women. But if you look at the numbers 10, 20, 30, 40 years in, you see a huge drop off in the number of women. The numbers are concerning. According to Pointer.org, two-thirds of students who earn degrees in journalism or communications are women. But women only make up one-third of the media industry, and only 23% of women make up leadership roles in the top 200 major news outlets. Gilger, co-author of the book There's No Crying in Newsrooms and University of Nebraska graduate, says there are many reasons for these statistics, especially for women in leadership roles. One problem she highlights is the double standard in acceptable leadership systems between men and women. One is being recognized as a leader and then finding a leadership style that works. A guy in a workplace can be the soft end of the spectrum, you know, sort of a nurturing, uh, mentoring kind of guy. I can also be on the more authoritative side of that spectrum, uh, top down and uh, aggressive. But for women, being on either one of those extremes doesn't generally work. Because if you're too soft, then you're not taken seriously as a leader. If you're too much like the male authoritarian style, you know, you're just a bitch. Gilger says problems like this don't exist only in newsrooms, but in the sports media industry as well. Bovin, currently the only woman on the college football playoff committee, says her gender played a role even in her earliest experiences as a news reporter. So one of the first papers I worked at was a little paper in California called the Camarillo Daily News, and they sent me to a Dodgers game, and it was my first time covering a professional baseball game. And I walked into that clubhouse, this is before the game, and within like five minutes, I felt something like land right on my shoulder here. And I looked and it was a jock strap. And some player threw a jock strap at me and unfortunately it just stuck there. <laughs> uh, and then he just charged up to me and looked at, my, looked at me in the face and said, are you here to interview somebody or look at a bunch of guys? Bovin says women in the media are clearly not treated equal. And the 2013 study by the UN Global Forum showed that 64%, or almost two-thirds of women, have or do experience some sort of harassment or abuse while working. Women in general for years have just had to prove themselves. It's because we grew up in a society that for many years, many people didn't believe women should even go out and get a job. You know, it was breaking the, you know, traditional household mold. So I think there have been for years and years of battling that. And I think there are some that still believe it's sort of the weaker sex. I mean, it sounds so stupid and archaic now, but I think we're battling old mind frames from many years ago. Gilger says the solution requires both men and women coming together to fight for equality. Well, I mean, some of it is just being supportive of each other. Circle back to that woman afterward you know, who, who was the recipient of that comment or whatever, and say, I heard that, you know, are you okay? That is so powerful because like I said, women start doubting themselves. They start thinking they're like, I'm just being overly sensitive and, 
and the, and a concern being expressed is just I mean it's it's incredibly important to do that. It's being part of that support network in many other ways as well. You know that you're part of that effort that you speak up when you can speak up. Molly Robinson, a sophomore at the University of Nebraska, majoring in broadcasting and sports media, says it's important for young women like her to enter into the field of media. I want young girls to look at those women and think to themselves, oh, maybe that's something I can do. A lot of times you'll look at a man on TV and think like, oh, like he's a guy, like I can't do that. But I think seeing other women in those roles really just helps bring out more women into the, work, the line of work that we're in. I don't know. It's intimidating seeing a booth just full of men, but seeing a woman in there makes even me think, or even girls in high school now wanting to get into this, think, oh, maybe that's something I can do. Like, if she can do it, then I can do it. Robinson and her fellow female media majors will continue to build on the legacy other women have set before them, and Gilger and Bovin will continue to use their platforms and leadership roles to help others overcome the same odds they did years ago. For Nebraska News Service in Lincoln, Nebraska, I'm Brent Bartels.